Welcome to the NABC Guardians of the Game podcast, where we go inside what makes a coach a coach. The NABC Guardians of the Game podcast is a production of the National Association of Basketball Coaches and Learfield. Now, here's your host, Coach Gary Waters. Today we have joining us Villanova's coach, Hal Neptune. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me, Gary. Really appreciate it. Glad to be aboard. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, you your season's going well for you it, in, in many respects, right? Yeah, you know, uh, like, listen, we, we um, you know, for every year, our goal is to be the best team we can be by the end of the season. So um, at the end of the year, we'll evaluate and see if we uh, reached our goal. Good. Very good. Very good. We usually start off every podcast with a question. When you hear the phrase guardians of the game, what does it mean to you? Um, it just means uh, the people who uh, make sure our game is pure and make sure our game is um, trending towards the, the right direction. Got it. Got it. Got it. You know, we're in a game now where it's changing, right? So with all the different variables that's going on within our game, we, we have to make some adjustments, but we got to keep the game right. And you and I both know that. And that's what we work toward. Back in April, Jay Wright said, hey, it's, all, it's quits. I'm giving it all up now. At that time, and he announced his retirement, uh, what was your first reaction? Um, you know, thinking back to that time, like, see, I, I had worked for Coach Wright for a long time. Um, and, you know, I, I would say three or four of the last years I worked uh, for him, he always had at least one part of the year where he said that he probably wasn't going to do it next the following year. So I, I thought, okay, fine. Like, you know, you hear whispers and you're like, ah, okay, fine. Coach is being coach. He, you know, he's getting worn out because the end of the season, but as soon as uh, he gets a break, he'll be fine. Uh, that's, that was my honest thought. So I was as shocked as everyone else. Oh, okay. Now, did you ever envision about being the head coach uh, when he when he made those comments? Did you ever thought about, I mean, the, the actual comments in April? Well, I mean, I guess it's a yes and no, uh, because if did I uh, to say that I never coveted being the uh, head coach at, at of Villanova, that that would be a lie. But to think that it would happen that soon, I can't say that I, uh, you know, dreamt that up. So um, I think it, it's kind of uh, kind of a non-answer there. But I was I was definitely shocked. You were shocked. So how you feel so far? You know, you're into the year and you you. Now you're the head coach here and, you know, the challenges in front of you and they're coming after you every game. You know, I understand that. So tell me, how do you feel today? Well, today, uh, you know, all I'm thinking about is preparing our team for our pr next practices slash games. All right? And that, that's all that, you know, that's all I can do um, as the head coach is try to um, do my best to prepare our team, um, execute what we're looking to execute going into each practice and each game. Um, and that's legitimately how we've tried to attack this season um, is do the best we can in each moment. Well, and I know, you know, being in the, being a coach in the Big East prior to this, uh, you know, you, you face a, a tough opponent each and every night. You know, the Big East is, people don't realize that. They just say, well, you know, it's another conference that you're playing in. I knew every day, every game, you had to prepare very hard for this. 
Has that been a, a challenge for you? Tell me, talk to me about that. 100%. Um, life in the Big East is not easy. Um, you're, you're going against an elite coach every time you step out there. You're going against a talented team um, every time you're out there. Um, and you got to be ready to go. Um, and I think it's such a unique league um, because it's a it's a basketball first league and every school in the league um, basketball is their flagship program. And, um, you know, and they every, every team plays like it. And no matter what, every team's going to play hard. They've been um, if you look up and down the league uh, through conference play, it's mostly close games. It comes down to the last two, three minutes of each game. And for us, no different. Almost every game this year has come down to the last two, three minutes of the game. Well, now, now you're the coach at Villanova. Talk to me. What was your first message when you, you said, hey, I, I'm taking on this challenge? Let's say the, the most important message for you when you took on that challenge. Uh, well, for it was a, um, a definitely um, interesting time. Obviously, there, there was a lot of uh, changes, um, you know, and changes in our game that you mentioned earlier. So, um, you know, our goal um, as a staff was to just keep our uh, to keep you know kind of the bones uh, core and the core principles of the program intact. Obviously, you got someone like Coach Wright leaving. Um, you know, who for all of us, not just the uh, the players, but also the coaching staff. Um, you're losing uh, a great coach, a mentor, um, someone that we all looked up to um, and someone who kind of laid the foundation for some um, you know, unbelievable storybook years here at Villanova. So um, for us, with him leaving, uh, you know, our goal was to kind of keep everyone in place um, and you know, do the best we can moving forward, knowing that he wouldn't be here this, this upcoming year. Yeah, I tell you, Kyle, I knew it would be, this is always a challenge. You and I both know that. But now once you're in it, okay, and, and you know, I understand that you, you take the best job you possibly can take. You know, I, I remember when I was getting my first job and the head coach was Ben Braun, and he told me at this time, he says, hey, you get the best job you can get, but understand you don't want to follow a legend. You don't want these, you know, someone that has been highly successful because whatever you do may not be right. So um, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about after following Jay Wright? Um, you know what? Listen, I, I can't lie. Um, every time I'm asked, I, I think about it for a second. Um, and, you know, it, it just, and but it really comes down to me. It is what it is. Like, it's not going to change the game prep. Um, it's not going to change um, what we talk to our guys about every day um, uh, before and after games. It's not going to change what we talk to our guys about before and after practice, how we coach them before and after games and before and after and in practices and games. So, you know, I've just taken the approach of, you know, I've got, we've got to just do the best we can do for this team. Um, and, you know, and again, the goal is to be the best team we can by the end of the season. And we'll look back at the end and see if we reached it, reached that. Very good, very good. Now you move one seat over, and you know from assistant to to the head coach. Now, how do you prepare your your assistants today to be prepared for that too as well? Well, I, I think that you know you, you, everyone is learning as they go. Um, yeah, I, I truly believe uh, if everyone in the program just does the best they can do um, to put Villanova in the best spot possible. Um, you know, that's the best way to prepare. If you're just doing the best you can every day in your role, 
Um, you know, the reality is that when you become a head coach, if, if you're the first, first time doing it, you're going to have some things that you haven't done before and you're going to have to adjust um, to how, you, how you're going to handle those things. Um, and that, that's not going to, I don't think you can really prepare to do things you haven't done. <laughs> like you can, you can be, you can do as much as you want, but there's just going to be some things you can't predict that you're going to have to figure out on the fly. Um, you know, so really all you can focus on is doing your job to the best of your ability each day. Um, and then, you know, I think that prepares you the best for when you have to do your next job, the best you can possibly do. Each day. Well, you know, this kind of leads me into this question, but it's actually beyond this question, you know, your philosophy, talk to me about, or talk to the audience about preparing your players when you get into these struggles and these speed bumps. And I know you probably had a few already throughout this season. So just tell me, how, give me some insight of your philosophy. Well, I think that, you know, our thought process is that we want to practice uh, to, to create habits that make us successful in the most difficult situations. Um, and, you know, that's, that's our, um, that's our mantra throughout the summer, throughout the preseason. And then even um, as we go, we want to continue to get better uh, and be trying to be playing our best basketball towards the end of the season. So that's just our mindset is just a growth mindset um, throughout the year. Um, obviously we have core principles and, you know, uh, different things based on each team that we have. Um, but uh, in the end, it's really having a growth mindset and, and trending towards being your best towards the end of the year. Very good. Very good. Now, I know Jay Wright was, has been a mentor to you, but it, obviously there had to be some others that came into your life. Who do you have that, you know, that was a big mentor to, to you to get to this point? Well, I also uh, worked under Joe Mahalik. Um, oh yes, I worked under yes. Him, uh, at Niagara and then at um, uh, at Hofstra for a few months, like maybe six months. Um, so you know, <laughs> when you work, you work, when you work under someone, you see what makes them good at what they do. And um, Joe Mahalik was a, a great head coach in his right. He brilliant offensive coach, um, great uh, great leader. Um, so I would definitely consider him one of my mentors. And then, you know, outside, those are the two guys I worked for. Um, and then outside, outside the the realm of coaching, I would have to say my parents, um, you know, my parents are first generation Americans. Uh, I should say that they're, they, they immigrated to this country. Um, and so, you know, they came in and really had to build um, everything they, and build, build up a life for themselves and they had to earn everything they got. Um, you know, and I think my sister and myself uh, kind of watched them um, grow throughout the years and build throughout the years. And um, I, I would like to think that um, my sister and myself are um, the best of both of them. Very good. That's, you know, that's a, uh, I mean, you answered that very well. And I want to tell you why. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I don't know if you got my book. My book is titled 10 Principles of a Character Coach. And if you if you don't have it, get it because it'll help you in the profession a little bit. But on the other side of that, you know, one of the things I talk about in there is about role models. And and you, I mean, you said it clearly. You know that parents should be your role models. Sometimes we make outside sources our role model, but the number one priority that you should put forth are your parents and 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 listen and, and understand what they're doing in their life to help you in your life. And that's very good. Very good. Now, as a head coach, how do you develop uh, mentoring your 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 coaching staff? 
Well, we have a really unique coaching staff here. We have uh, a coaching staff that has been basically been in place for years and years. Um, so I'm very fortunate in that. Right? Um, you know, you know when you when you take over, I took over a program last year at Fordham that I had to uh, hire a brand new staff from scratch. Um, you know, we recruit a lot of players. Um, you know, and that, that was a lot of hard work. Like we, we didn't get our last uh, staff member until August. They got the job in April. They didn't get the last staff member until August. So um, this was kind of a completely different situation. Um, our associate head coach had, had been at the school for well over um, a decade. Um, you know, our, you know, both of our assistant, uh, other assistant coaches had played and now coached at Villanova for multiple years. Um, yeah, and then our, yeah, and you can keep going on down the line our, from our ops to strength trainer to um, trainer. Ev everyone in the program had been in place for a lengthy period of time. Um, so, and, and I really believe we have one of the best staffs uh, in the country. So, um, you know, this staff, this staff is, is, is a high, high yielding staff. I think um, we work really good together because we know each other so well. Um, so, so for this staff, it's, you know, tr just trying to, uh, you know, hold all of ourselves accountable to, um, you know, making sure we know the main goal. And the main goal is to help push Villanova basketball to be the best it can be um, in every moment that we that were uh, fortunate enough to be around each other. Well, I tell you, and, that, and that's consistency. And that's if you if you think about the one thing that you can say about Villanova is they've been consistent throughout their time for a long, long time, all the way back, uh, you know, to Massimino. I mean, we can go all the way back. It's, it's been consistent. Now, last question for you. Uh, if you had some advice to give young coaches today or uh, you're mentoring other coaches that are breaking into the profession, what's what's good advice? I think the uh, some good advice, uh, some advice that I, I got early was to do the best job in the job that you're in. Um, and that's going to be the best way um, not only to prepare for your next job, but, you know, you're not going to be able to control all the other factors that go into getting other jobs. Um, but if you don't do a good job in the job that you're in and you're always constantly looking for the next thing, um, you know, I, I don't like your reputation sometimes takes a hit. Um, so I think it's always best to have the reputation of being a hard worker and someone who is all in where they are. Um, and, and I think that'll help um, lead to great things. Well, Coach, you have definitely done that. I give you that credit. You've done that. And uh, and I want to thank you for being on the podcast today. 